I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Go, go, go. Brian Baldinger. Take a bow. That's right. NFL analyst for the NFL Network in Fox Sports. I think for the first time, I feel like they got a real coach and a real quarterback. Odyssey NFL Insider. You're seeing the development of a real quarterback. While he's developing, he's entertaining as hell. I watched this quarterback play. I think there's a bright, bright future in Chicago. Host of Baldy's Breakdown. But Justin Fields keeps his eyes down the field. He makes the throw. Sometimes it's just a couple. That's all you need. You just hang. You just battle. You just hang in there. Brian Baldinger with Mully and Ha. Oh, this is awesome. On 670 The Score. Mully and Ha, Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Mark Brody filling in for David this morning. And we are delighted to welcome in Brian Baldinger. Always fun, always informative. And uh, he is Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger. And Insider Calls presented by the Odyssey NFL Draft Show. You can join Brian and Jason LaCanfora on the first night of the draft for Inside Scoop on all the best prospects. It all starts Thursday, April 27th at 7 p.m. Eastern on the free Odyssey app. And Brian joins us now on the Score Hotline brought to you by Circuit Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Good morning, Brian. How are you? Hey, good morning, guys. It's uh, good to be with you. I'm doing fine. Thank you. Yeah, you know, I got to tell you, every time I turn around and I'm looking at the at the Bears, uh, you know, they, they're picking number nine, and everybody's picking different offensive tackles and trying to figure out how they're going to get better on the offensive line. Um, and then someone reported yesterday that if Jalen Carter were to fall, which he will not, he wouldn't fall any farther because the, the Bears apparently like him. Who wouldn't want Jalen Carter? I get the character issue, but at number nine, that would be an extraordinary pick, right? Are you are you for that? Do you think he's going to have issues in the NFL? What are your thoughts on Jalen Carter? Well, I think he's better than Angelo Blackson <laughs> or Justin Jones, guys that might line up at defensive tackle for the Bears right now. Look, Jeffrey Simmons, who's a first-round pick out of Mississippi State, five years ago by Tennessee, just got a $100 million contract. I mean, if I had to make a comp, he looks like a bigger, more athletic Jeffrey Simmons. And I love Jeffrey Simmons. I mean, I think he's one of the top three or four defensive tackles in the league, and he's proven it. That's why Tennessee paid him. And if I had to, you know, just project here, Jalen could be that type of player. I mean, if you, it's just frustrating watching Georgia defense. Kirby Smart is smarter than all of us put together. Um, the head coach of Georgia, but they run a scheme and a system there that is about attacking quarterbacks. It's not about pass rush or 
playing three technique defensive tackle. They just do some different things. So um, I I don't know how Jalen Carter could fall to nine, but I guess it's anything is possible in this draft. We were talking about it earlier, Brian, and that is the the lack of sure things in yeah. this draft at at that three yes. technique. I mean, who beyond Jalen Carter is a sure thing at three technique, especially at nine? I don't think there is. I mean, Clyde Shikansi, you know, is probably the next best. And, you know, but people, uh, you know, he's got the same measurements as Aaron Donald, plays uh-huh. the same school as Aaron Donald, can do some of the same pass rush moves I saw Aaron do nine years ago coming out of pit. But, he, you know, his arms are a lot shorter, and length is important in his business. Measurements and measurables do do matter. Um, that would be the next one. Brian Greasy at Clemson. Um, but, he, you know, you just don't see the production that you want from a defensive tackle uh, from Brian. So, uh, there really isn't anybody. I mean, it's just kind of Jalen Carter is out front of anybody at that position right now. We know the Bears traded the number one overall pick. Um, and now the more we're closing in on the draft, it just seems as if there's quarterback fever. And, you know, we see this happen quite often where if, yep. if a player doesn't exist, you create them in your head, whatever way you yeah. want to put it. Do you expect a lot of action at the top of the draft? Do you expect teams to be bidding to move up? I think the way you phrase just things for is actually perfect. But I do. I, I expect that the Indianapolis Colts, will very well trade with uh, with Arizona right now just to make sure that they can get the third-best quarterback or the quarterback they want or perceived to be the third-best, uh, depending if, uh, you know, you you think that Carolina and Houston could both take quarterbacks. So I, I think there could be a trade there, but I could see Tennessee moving up and saying, you know, let's go get one of these quarterbacks or maybe a guy that they like. I, I think quarterbacks always kind of – are uh, you know drive the draft and a lot of these guys do get pushed up, um, but if you if you have your sight set on getting a quarterback and building around a quarterback, you might you know you might see some movement to ensure that you can get the guy that you want uh, before somebody else trades. I mean, if you go back to 2017, um, you know the Kansas City Chiefs were at 24. They traded up to number 10 to draft Patrick Mahomes because they had a very good feeling that the New Orleans Saints picking number 11 was going to take Mahomes. And that t- turned out to be true. If you listen to Sean Payton, and what New Orleans really wanted to do then, they wanted their quarterback in the future. Kansas City knew that. And uh, they traded right in front of them to take him. It was probably the best move any team has made, you know, in the last decade. So, yes, I, I believe that there'll be some movement in this draft specifically to go get quarterbacks. We, we've gone through just about every possible scenario for the number nine overall pick in the in the draft going to the Bears, including you know n- not necessarily the obvious needs like like cornerback, like wide receiver. But my question to you is, can the bo- the Bears afford to do anything else at number nine? If they stay at number nine, can they afford to do anything else but? address the offensive or defensive lines? In other words, if they were to take Jackson Smith and Jigba, would that be a mistake or a huge upset at nine? I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. 
And that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I don't think it'd be a mistake. I, you know, I, I don't think, I think the cornerbacks in this draft are far better at the top than the wide receiver class. I mean, it looks like to me, and maybe Jackson Smith and Jigba can play outside. Uh, you know, he, he was a slot receiver uh, two years ago when he put up 1,600 yards receiving. And, you know, that receiving core at Ohio State with Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson and Marvin Harris, I mean, it's Man. better than any, almost any NFL receiving core, you know? Yeah. So he played in the slot that year. <clears throat> Just the way Justin Jefferson played in the slot one year when Jamar Chase was playing outside. You know, so, you know, his best year was in the slot, but I, I believe he could play outside. Um, if you want to help out Justin Fields, he knows Jackson Smith and Jig, but, I mean, that would be a good a good pick probably. Might be a little high, but, you know, this is a great draft of cornerbacks, especially if you're picking, you know, at the top of the draft like the Bears are. I think you can get an elite prospect, you know, at that position right now. Uh, you know, and, and there's a lot of good edge rushers. And the Bears, I mean – the last time I checked last year, uh, Jaquan Brisker led them in sacks. At <laughs> State, and I've, never, yeah. I've never seen that before. So it kind of tells you that there's a screaming need to find a guy off the edge, um, you know, that could get home. All right. So the Washington Commanders, apparently they've reached an agreement for a $6.0 billion sale. Yeah, billion. Yeah. Uh, that's unbelievable, and it's the most ever for a North American sports franchise. What are your thoughts on it? Is I mean, I feel happy for the people I know who are Commanders fans because it seems like a relief to get rid of that owner, frankly. And, and boy, uh, two playoff wins, that's uh, $3 billion a win, apparently, in the value of the franchise. Yeah, well, it's been, you know, it's been, you know, look, I mean, Washington, I mean, I played uh, for the Cowboys in the 80s when, you know, Washington was a premier franchise and they were winning Super Bowls with three different quarterbacks in yeah. the 80s. I mean, it was, you know, there was a great deal of pride in the Hogs and that franchise. And, you know, it has, it has been on a bad, slippery slope. Uh, thankfully, you know, Ron Rivera's in there you know, cleaning up a lot of the mess. But, I mean, the $6 billion is just amazing to me. I, I, I lived here in Philadelphia. I remember when Jeffrey Lurie bought the team from Norman Brayman uh, back in uh, 1994. I think it was $185 Jeez. This, You know, you're talking about $6 billion. I mean, I, I, I can't even imagine what some of the other franchises in this league would go for right now um, if $6 billion is is the commanding price of the commanders. It, it's crazy. What would the Bears go for, Ooh. especially if they build a new building, right? I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, you go out there to Arlington Park and build yourself a, you know, a nice, you know, Chicago Bear Palace out there. I, I don't know. It's got to be north of six billion, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy to think of, and and uh, you know, uh, who was the the you know Amazon guy? He, Bezos. Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos yeah. pulled out JB. right of of the commander, so he's saving it up for the Bears. 
That could be. That's probably what's going I on. Just, that's probably I'm what's happening. Creating wow, you guys, yeah. you guys are breaking some news here this yeah. morning. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna, <laughs> know that. We're gonna do a uh, the the old right. uh, the old. There's McCaskey's gonna sell the team topic yeah, here. Kind of cliche. All right, all right. <laughs> it's it's a thing we do in Chicago about every six months, Baldy. That's that's uh, well, what we it, do. It is Friday. It's probably a slow news day. So, yeah, let's go with it. <laughs> Brian, you're the best. Thank you, buddy. Thank Always you enjoy. Guys. Take care. See you, man. That is Brian Baldinger, and and uh, and he uh, is an Odyssey NFL insider. And insider calls are presented by Odyssey NFL Draft Show. You can join Brian Baldinger, Jason LaCanfora on the first night of the draft for an inside scoop on all of the best prospects. It all starts Thursday, April twenty seventh at seven uh, six o'clock here in Chicago on the free Odyssey app.